is Dr. Amy Lynn, professor at NCU's School of Education and the director of NCU's VESC, Virtual Education Support Center. I will be your host for today's podcast using Padlet in the online classroom and beyond. I have the privilege to be with Dr. Maggie Broderick and Dr. Erin Hansman, both professors at NCU's School of Education. Hello to both of you, and thank you so much for joining us. Dr. Broderick, could you please tell us a little bit about this tool called Padlet? Thanks so much, Dr. Lynn. This is a really fun topic. Um, Basically, Padlet is an easy-to-use online bulletin board. So teachers can think about it, and they can use it a lot like they would use an old-fashioned bulletin board uh, in their classroom, or, or they could even think a little bit about those interactive whiteboards they might be using. Uh, It's great for all levels and different contexts for teaching. Uh, Anyone from kindergarten all the way through college professors, uh, they could find some sort of use for it, I think. Anything from just basic, simple community building activities where you just sort of have getting to know you sorts of things, all the way up to much more complicated stuff um, can happen on the tool because it's just very versatile. Uh, So for example, an elementary school teacher might use Padlet to have the kids share photos or videos or different things they created uh, in the real world, such as their artwork, a sculpture, something like that. Sometimes these things are really difficult to share in our online or remote teaching environments. Padlet puts everything up there like colorful bulletin boards, uh, but it's all online and one website. Uh, The directions are just really easy to follow. Uh, In higher education, a professor could also use it in a similar but more complicated way. Like I'm thinking of an online place where students could share links to websites they create or projects on their Google Drive, stuff like that. Um, As Dr. Hansman will explain in a bit, the uses even go beyond education. It's just like a very versatile and user-friendly tool for all sorts of things. Wow, Padlet sounds really versatile. It's amazing that it can be used with uh, students of all different ages. What do you suggest for teachers and instructors who might want to use Padlet for their remote and online teaching? Well, I just think about it like this. It's just, it's about building community. Um, It's good for sharing multimedia. Like I said, the photos, videos, links, recordings, just whatever you can think of. And it kind of brings it all together. But when you're in that online or remote environment, you really want to bring everything to life. And sometimes that's lacking uh, in the, in online and remote teaching. It's, It's quite tricky sometimes to just, kind of bring out that pop and that, you know, that personal touch. Uh, So Padlet can really help teachers to make online and remote learning much more interactive, more human feeling, even though you're behind that computer screen, and a lot more connected. Uh, It can help with engagement, motivation, and just making everything feel a bit more real and more connected for that community. I also just think it's a lot of fun. That makes a lot of sense. I really like this idea of building community using Padlet. With all of these creative possibilities, how do you suggest that teachers and instructors get started with Padlet if they'd like to try? Oh, well, I think just with anything else, I always start small. (laughs) Don't don't go too crazy. So I would say something small like a fun icebreaker activity, uh, getting to know you kinds of things, that would really work well. You know, just one of those things that you do in the beginning of the school year to kind of bring the community together. Keep it simple at first and get to know that tool. And then, you know, after a while, if you try it and you like it, you could build on that. And once you and your students are more comfortable using the tool, um, you know, you could really expand it and do so many different things. It's just like a bulletin board in your classroom or community space in real life. Sometimes less is more, especially when we're just getting started. Thanks so much, Dr. Broderick. I, I really love this bulletin board idea. 
Dr. Hansman, Dr. Broderick mentioned that you have some other uses for Padlet that folks should consider. Could you talk a little bit about those ideas? Absolutely. And thank you very much for this opportunity to give a bit of context to my day job. When I'm not teaching part-time for North Central, I work for a large multinational software company where folks are literally distributed around the world. This can make it difficult for folks to build community, especially around key anniversaries, birthdays, or company celebrations. The first use of Padlet that I actually encountered was to celebrate our big boss's birthday. She was celebrating one of those milestones that we don't like to put the number around, but we really want to make sure that people have the opportunity to celebrate. Her administrative assistant passed us the link, and so there's about 700 of us that roll up to this individual for context. And we were able to provide her with a little surprise on her key birthday from all of our places around the world. From there, some of our teammates took that idea and used it to celebrate a coworker's new baby. And what a great place to share baby pictures. Because like dog pictures, which I think you may see in some of the demos out there, baby pictures make the world go round. We used Padlet to be able to celebrate that key milestone. One of the other key pieces that I'm really keen about in the use of Padlet is for organizing and getting organized around activism and social justice issues. Kelly Wickham Hurst is a mentor and a role model to me, and I just absolutely adore her. And she's part of a collective called Liberate and Chill. And I believe we'll have some of those links as part of our resources later. If not, I strongly suggest no matter what, you check out their information. One of the key ways that the Liberate and Chill Collective disseminates their links and resources is through Padlet. It's a quick way to disseminate content, share information and ideas, and get it out of your head and into the heads of others. And that's really just some key pieces that I enjoy when I work with something like Padlet. Wow, that's a lot of great ideas, Dr. Hansman. I'm wondering about some of the pros and cons and how to manage that bulletin board you're talking about. I'm also wondering a little bit about safety, particularly with using Padlet with younger students. Dr. Hansman, what advice do you have for safety in managing the bulletin board? Well, thank you. As you mentioned, safety is critical. It's key. And when you're talking about this kind of information, whether it's somebody's birthday, baby, or where you're going to meet up to make help change happen in the world, some of that information may be secret or not something that you want to put out broadcast to the universe. We all know that when things make it to the internet, they are no longer private, no matter how much you try to scrub those remnants from the screen. I always would suggest, number one, ensure that you are always aligned with federal, state, and local law. This is not an excuse to do anything illegal. This is a way for you to be able to share your resources with others in a community format. Activism does not equal illegal activity. <laughs> with that said, your information is not private. So don't put anything out there that you wouldn't want exposed in a data breach or in a leak or in some sort of data scrape or something that you hear about in the nightly news. No passwords, please. No usernames. Please don't let people know that kind of information that could give away your identity or your bank account or something. Links to private posts may be useful. Perhaps you use Facebook or a private group that you're linking to. Just be careful with what you do. Like everything else you do online, be careful about what you post. Does that help? 
That is so helpful. Thank you so much, Dr. Hansman. You make some great points about safety and, and using Padlet. There is a lot to think about, and I'm really uh, so happy and glad to say that Dr. Broderick has worked on a webinar as well, and that will be posted on VESC called Padlet Possibilities. And Dr. Broderick, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, well, Dr. Hansman and I collaborated and we put together this little webinar. It's going to be easily accessible on VESC, um, which we're really excited about. We hope it's helpful for a wide range of teachers, instructors, and other folks in all sorts of contexts. Uh, the recording's full of tips, strategies, resources, and ideas just to get you thinking about what you might like to do. Plus, you might be surprised to see a fun guest there, my adorable dog, Charlie. He makes a couple of appearances on the Padlet demonstrations. That sounds great. Thank you so much to both of you for working together on, on this podcast and on the webinar. I think it'll be a great addition on VESC. I'm also excited to see Charlie. I'm not going to lie. Thanks again to Dr. Maggie Broderick and Dr. Aaron Hansman for their willingness to share their expertise with Padlet. This will conclude today's podcast and please check back as more exciting podcasts are scheduled.